Hi everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of Sodgecast Travels Europe, the special season we've got going at the moment. So I'm not sure if you all saw but I've already released one episode about Madrid, about my time in Madrid. Um, Today's is going to be all about Barcelona. I was in Barcelona for a lot shorter period of time than I was in Madrid so instead of going through those general highlights special specific moment um, and doing that more structured instead I'm just kind of going to go through what I did in my short time there and everything I did is a recommendation if you're ever in Barcelona I recommend doing all these things that I'll be talking about because they were all awesome experiences so basically I left Madrid on a very early train um, with some company called Oigo. I'm not really sure how to pronounce it um, and it was great free Wi-Fi train we've got to love them and it was very speedy we got to um, I arrived in Barcelona at about eight o'clock in the morning so and it was about a two and a half hour maybe it was like 8 30 because we left Madrid at around 6 a.m. Anyway, got to Barcelona, um, was a little bit lost because the Spanish that they speak there and the Spanish that is written on signs and everything is different to the Spanish I know because they have quite a specific um, version. And essentially, I left the train station, got very disorientated at the train station, uh, mainly because I didn't have maps. And But I did end up finding my way to my hostel, ended up being a three kilometre walk very early in the morning with a very dodgy suitcase that was really struggling on the wheels department um but yes i eventually got to the hostel not only then to just be told by the man standing there that i was not allowed to check in until 3 p.m so i was like well great am i really gonna have to spend my day carrying my suitcase everywhere but thank god he was really nice and he let me put it in their little storage room and I did have a bit of a mental breakdown at that point though. I did start crying in front of him and I was like, Soz bro, I'm just, I'm just a bit exhausted. And it was a really hot morning cause it's summer. Um, and yeah, but overall eventually got into the hostel and that was all good. Then I just headed out on my way to do all the fun touristy things. I um, bought one Metro ticket cause I thought I only wanted to get one because I was really stingy cause I really wanted to walk and I didn't want to spend money on train tickets, on metro tickets. So I, but I, the one metro ticket I did buy was to take me out to Park Güell, which is in the, um, like the north, like the, I suppose the north western area of, or maybe like the north kind of, of Barcelona. And essentially, no, northwestern, maybe even, maybe even western, I don't know. But basically Park Well, it was awesome. It had the um, famous mosaic of Gaudi, which is a really fun color combination. There's so many, there's a lot of tourists there, but it was really lovely and it was in this big park. And I was able to read my book, do the same thing as what I did in Madrid and just escape the world a bit and read my book, which was really lovely. So Park Well was fantastic. And it had a great view over the um, city but also onto the ocean um, and then I went to Sagrada Familia which is the massive humongous um, cathedral chapel churchy building um, that is got this gothic theme because it's by Gaudi and it really was the, the grandest looking thing it was humongous but there was a lot of construction going on and it was like a 25 euro entry or something ridiculous so I didn't go in but I just looked at it from the outside and ate Taco Bell whilst reading my book whilst looking up at it which was pretty cool um, and again I let myself get lost I randomly just walked down some streets and found some just 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 kept walking and just following signs and trying to find 
this monument that was near where I was staying. Um, that day ended up being a 35,000 steps day, which I calculated is something like over 20 kilometers. Like it is, that is, it was a lot of walking anyway. Um, then I ended up going to the beach, which was a bit eh, like it wasn't the bus. I went to like the really, really, really busy one. And that probably wasn't the best thing I could have done. Um, I, um, I, it was mainly what I mean by that is that it was just so many people and you could not. And there was, there was just too much happening and the water and no one was swimming. Everyone was just sitting on the beach. And I was like, come on, guys, this is not really giving the beachy vibes. But anyway, I ended up going to have lunch, at, sorry, dinner. I had some Italian, a bit random, um, and it was really good. And I looked out at the water, um, which was really lovely. And then that's my very long-winded version of the first day. And also on the first day, I just walked into random churches and, you know, looked at stained glass windows, but then I'd also go to markets and walk along. A lot of it was just kind of seeing as I was walking. That was a lot of my tourist sightseeing. But the two big things I saw was the park well and La Sagrada Familia, which is that massive church, church chapel, cathedral. I'm not really sure which one it is. I never know the difference. Anyway, so the next day after I had woken up from a sleep in my in my hostel, which was quite pleasant, I had um, a like a jam tart to start my morning, and then I walked down to La Parque de la Ciutadella. I'm not really sure how to pronounce that last word, but essentially it is this. It was a grand park with this massive mammoth statue, which was a bit strange. Um, and I also then I had to catch a bus. From there to a touristy thing I had planned only a couple of days before I was searching on TripAdvisor for like fun things to do when in Barcelona and I saw this thing it was an English speaking tour and um, you just got on a bus on a private bus and you went up to um, La Costa Brava which is like um, some really really incredible waters about an hour-ish above I think that's how long it was above Barcelona which was really really just surreal um i i was with all these tourists and i was by myself so it was a little bit strange in that sense but absolutely recommend it it was i made some friends from all over the place i was nicknamed australia so that was nice because the tour guide couldn't remember my name even though it's quite easy to remember but um yeah so essentially it was unbelievable i was swimming in this water in this crystal clear water in a had having just been in the canoe been canoeing along kayaking and um then I would just roll out and just go for a swim. And that was one of the most magnificent feelings I've ever felt. And then I'd end up in the water and I have my snorkel on and I'm looking around at these fish and everything and everyone's saying, it must be so boring for you as an Australian. Like there's nothing really that cool here compared to the reefs that you have and the coastlines that you have in Australia. And I said, excuse me, I'm swimming in the Mediterranean. Nothing will beat this. And it was just... It was awesome. Then we ate our lunch. They they made us lunch, like sandwiches and stuff, in the middle of the ocean on a rock. Like we all just sat there and just just ate lunch, and it was just amazing. And then we just jumped back in and did we did a bit of um, like little cliff jumping, like you know just jumping off this little platform and landing in this blue water and it was amazing the tour guide told us lots of stories we were really lucky to have him because he really knew what he was talking about and he was really passionate about it um and I just some of the everyone was just I don't know I kind of just escaped a little bit when the when he said everyone you could go for a snorkel now I just kind of kept going far and further and further away which probably was a bit naughty but I 
I, I actually can't even put into words the feeling of being there and swimming in this ocean that I've always just heard of, the Mediterranean. Like, I've just never imagined. I know this might sound ridiculous, but just just having... I don't I can't even word it. It was just amazing. Honestly, could not recommend it more, La Costa Brava. And it was like, and it was where a lot of like the kings stayed there a few times. And, you know, it's a very fancy area, but it's, you know, they have so many t- t- um, tours, but it's not too crowded. It does the job perfectly fine. So that was a beautiful way to escape from um, the kind of the bustling city for a day. And we got back and it was a full day tour and it cost hundred Australian dollars which I thought was pretty decent um for especially for all they gave us a free drink and water and um lunch and you know this amazing just the tour in general was awesome and then I came back and I had a pretty quick um end to the day that's basically all I did all day and then the next day I caught the train to my next destination which is our next episode but basically there's my general things for Barcelona just to summarize highly recommend going to Park well, letting yourself get lost in the city, just running around, and going to La Costa Brava, one of those coastal areas above Barcelona, which is just these most serene, beautiful waters. And that was certainly, in terms of the special moment when I was sitting there kayaking, looking out at this, the sun beaming off this crystal clear water, seeing fish go underneath me. That was the moment of like true oh my gosh, am I really here right now? And that was that special moment that I really will never forget. So they're my things for Barcelona. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for listening. And the next one will be about the next part of my journey, which was to the south of France. Um, And yes, so Barcelona was short but sweet. Loved every minute. I hope some of you can experience it too one day. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you for the next episode soon. Thank you for listening. Bye.